Do you and your husband have the same style aesthetic? Mm. Initially, um, he used to get really annoyed at me. I'm going to be really? honest. Yeah, constantly. Like I used to wait till he went to work and I would just zoom <laughs> down to Woody's. Hello and welcome to Girls With Goals. I'm Neve Marr and you're very welcome to the show this week. I'm a massive fan of our next guest, creative business owner and interior design guru, Joanne Mooney joins me. Joanne, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, thank you. No, of course. So we're going to start off before we get into everything because I have so much to ask you about. <laughs> we're going to start off with our game. So it's called Six Words or Less and it's for any of our readers of her or listeners of the show and viewers of the show as well who may not know who you are. So you have to describe yourself in six words or less, so in your own time. Okay, so I have to say creative. Um, I'm quite shy. I'm hyper. I really can't sit still. Loads of energy and um, obsessed with interiors. Brilliant. Yes. That was fantastic. That's Probably five. a little bit... <laughs> a little bit more than six words, but that's okay. We'll let you away with it. So I want to go back a little bit in your career. So um, you have an online business called Tiny Things, as yeah. well as your Instagram account, which I follow. And that's kind of like how I became a little bit obsessed with following you called mm -hmm. A Proud Home. Yeah. Um, so Tiny Things first, how did that come about? Okay, so we're going back 15 years. My, okay. my daughter, I was pregnant. Um, well, I have two daughters, which are 14 and 15 now. So when I was pregnant on um, my first child, I was decorating her nursery, looking for something different, you know, personalised artwork. Now we're going back, as I said, 15 years before Facebook, before social media, yeah. before anything. And um, I couldn't find anything in Ireland uh, with her name, birth details and artwork in particular I was looking for and I'm always even back then it was all about colour mm. I want something really colourful so I painted a picture for Rachel with her name and uh, I think it was a hot air balloon or something really colourful her details of her birth time she was born weight and then I had it in her nursery and friends were coming over like, oh my God, can you do one of them for my friend? She's due a baby. Of course, we were at the age where we were all having babies, you know, in her early 30s or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I started doing them as gifts. And then I could see there was a little bit of a gap in the market. So I started doing um, markets. So I used to do Malahide Market. Um, I used to do markets in town. Small little craft fairs, like yeah. in, after mass. I used to get the mass crowd in Port Marnock, actually. I used oh, to really? do one, yeah, in the community centre. Nice. Knew um, I should have gone to mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so from word of mouth, really um, it kind of started to grow and I could see the people were interested in buying I actually used to sell in a florist in Port Marnock as well so I set up in 2010 I set up a Facebook page when mm -hmm. Facebook kind of was only starting out yeah. and I was taking orders through Facebook and I could see it was getting busier and busier so then I set up my own website it was a freewebs.com I didn't put any money into it so gradually over the years I was just putting all the money I was earning into my artwork I was putting into tiny things yeah. and I had three or four websites then then I met a web designer set up a really nice website, you know, and um, kind of just grew legs from there, you know, so. And were you working aside from this? Because yeah. it sounds like it really started off as a passion project. Yeah, And definitely. then was there a turning point for you when you were able to kind of leave like another full-time job? Were you working in the creative industry anyway? No, I was actually a dental nurse in the HSE. Oh. Yeah, and um, then I went on to have another child, another daughter, and I was doing both. So I was working full-time in the HSE, nine to five and I used to sometimes bring my artwork in at lunchtime on my break I, it was just non-stop when I came home from work I worked yeah. um, Saturdays and Sundays I did the craft fairs it was just really really put all the work in and when I got to the stage where I had built up a really good customer base and mm -hmm. I was earning good money through tiny things I took the risk 
then I was initially going to take a career break and then I thought, you know, what, I'm just going to do this. So I handed in my resignation. I'd say that was eight years ago in the HSE. Wow. Everyone thought I was mad. My mom, civil service, HSE. Everyone's like, are you mad doing this? So Pension. I, yeah, mm. giving it all up. So um, I resigned and set up a little workshop in um, the spare bedroom. And uh, it's been really, really the best thing I ever did. It's been a real success. And what kind of, I mean, obviously, I think in any business, especially when you're running it yourself, taking that first step into, you know, saying that you're going to do this full time is a scary thing. Mm. But were you really confident in the way that it was going? Like you said earlier, that you saw a gap in the market. Mm. So did you have any fears about the longevity of it or how it would do? But I suppose people are always having kids, right? Yeah, well, that's it, exactly. There was always a market. And then I branched out. I wasn't only doing birth, child, children's um, birth details. I started doing Christmas was huge, communions, christenings. Um, I started doing home stuff then and that's kind of you know home plaques with family names and all the children's mm. names hanging off now a lot of other businesses similar to mine were popping up over the years yeah you know and um that just put fire in my belly right. that just makes me kind of always kind of trying to come out with something different you know always bringing out new products I think that was the secret to it you know you can't just keep going on the same 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 doing the same stuff I had to keep thinking outside the box and and any new products I come out with other people have the same product so you just have to keep on top of your game yeah. um, but it's so labour intensive because people someone puts an order in it's not like I'm taking something off the shelf I'd have to sit there for maybe two or three hours uh, painting and making because it's all personalised so it's not mass produced so yeah it kind of took its toll on me. It was it got really, really busy, like ridiculously busy about two or three years ago. And that's when I really pulled back mm. um, on the work and uh, started my kind of interiors thing. Then. Yeah, I suppose as well, because when you're getting orders in, like I would imagine if you were starting it off yourself, like every order you get in, you're just like, oh, my God, this must be like an incredibly proud moment. You know, somebody is is buying this thing that I'm making for them that they you know are going to have for however many years is very personalized but at the same time you know the pressure of making sure that everything is as good as the mm. last thing I would imagine can get quite taxing as well yeah 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 no um so you moved on then to well not you moved on to interiors but like presumably interiors has been something that you've been interested in for a very long time has it always Forever. kind of been an interest yeah, always even when we were younger I think it was from my mom she was always moving furniture around and then I used to do it in my bedroom I remember being really young and sanding down a dressing table in my bedroom um, and painting it. And I pulled the carpets up and and in our old house, my mom's house, we had the original wooden floors and I painted, stained them, painted my bedroom purple. I think back now, purple. I wouldn't go for purple now. But <laughs> I've always had, any, I think it was from my mom because she was always, um, she was a single parent, she was widowed. So she was always doing like wallpaper and up a ladder, yeah. uh, painting herself. So from I think from watching her um, doing things herself and thinking, because I think a lot of people, Going back now, when you were young, your dad was always up the ladder. Your dad was doing all the DIYs. But my mom did it all. And I think that's what inspired me Um, from a young age. We were, and even in the garden, I used to cut the grass and, you know, anything. I just love, it's not really about interiors. It's it's making a house a home. And it's that feeling of, you know, you putting your own stamp on your home, you know, even if it's you painting a table. And it just gives me like fuzzy feeling inside to do things myself in my own home. Yeah. And I just get such a buzz from it, you know, and yeah. um, that's why I'm still doing it now. Yeah. I, I love your Instagram account, A Proud Home. So that came about um, kind of on the back of tiny things, I suppose, mm. like you were posting pictures of your own home. And I'm presuming that it was getting 
really good engagement. Yeah. Um, so A Proud Home only started the Instagram account like in 2017, right, a couple of That's years right. ago. Yeah. And it has completely taken off. You mm. have over 25,000 followers now. Yeah. Did you ever expect that it would no. kind of just go like that? Absolutely not. No, as you said, when I used to take products, photography for the website, I'd say I'd have a home plaque hanging up. Um, I'd take photos and in the background might be a sideboard that I painted the other day and someone would say, what's that in the background? Did you paint that? And I'd be like, yeah, I I could see people were looking behind my plaques into the kitchen, into the couches that I have or whatever I had in my house. So I could see there was an interest in it. So I started to kind of just throwing in one or two photos on my Tiny Things page of Mm. something. Say I had a sideboard I bought in Harvey Norman's. It was really dark wood and I sanded and painted daisies on the side of it. I just don't want to paint furniture. I like to do something a little bit different, you know. And then I could see the reach was kind of high on anything I put up in my house so I just at the time I was saying to you tiny things got a bit overwhelming for me as in I wasn't really leaving my house I was working really hard and it was it was the monster I created and it was it Mm. was it was getting too busy and I didn't want to outsource and I, and I had the options from uh, Fingal to outsource and set up offices and I just wanted to keep it small and keep it mm. in my house but it just got too much for me so that's when I set up a proud home more from for a distraction and maybe a little bit more of an outlet from tiny things yeah um two years ago and as well as that there wasn't many Irish interior pages yeah there there wasn't there still few. there still isn't a no, huge amount it's still loads of loads of new ones popping up now and it took me back to 15 years ago when I started Tiny Things, yeah. I could see there's a little gap there. There wasn't many people in Ireland. I mean, in the UK and America, you could get personalised everything yeah. back then. I mean, even now you can get personalised anything. You can get the dressing gowns with your name on the back. But back in like 15, 16 years ago, like people were like, oh, my name is on that. You know, people used to love to see that. Yeah. So when I set up a proud home, it was a similar situation in that I could see there was a little gap there mm. in the interiors industry on Instagram in Ireland. You know, yeah. I mean, in, in the UK, there was there's so many many pages and I could see a lot of them um, were were grown and grown and grown. So I set up a proud home and just started taking photos around the house and um, kind of, you know, just kind of grew, grew legs from that. I was really was not expecting it to be another job. <laughs> yeah, turn well, into, it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I suppose, you know, you have over 25,000 followers. So yeah. that 100 percent puts you into the realm of being. Yeah. Now, calm down before I say it, an online influencer. Yeah. So, like, how do you feel about that word influencer oh, yeah. in general? Because, like, it, it does have negative connotations mm. now, you know, in the last few years. Like that in Ireland, the influencer mm. industry has just blown up. Um, but yours is very specific in, in terms of the fact that it's an interiors account. Mm. But, like, how do you feel about being labelled or being called an influencer, an online influencer mm. at all? Well, it wasn't my intention. Yeah. Um, I, I did a, a photo shoot in January with House and Home magazine and um, we uh, in the Grayson in the Grayson in town and um, there was a few of us were emailed to come in for this photo shoot. We didn't know what it was for. And then when the, when the issue came out, it was just this big spread influencer edition. And it was me and four other Instagrammers. And we was kind of stamped then. And I was like, oh, now I'm, I'm an influencer. I'm an influencer. Yeah. House and Home magazine said I'm an influencer. But it certainly wasn't my intention to set out to be an influencer. Yeah. If, um, you know, if, if I inspire people to be more creative at home, that's my goal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously along the way, if I'm going to make money out of influence and mm. something that I'm passionate about, of course, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. But it doesn't really bother me. Um, as you said, I know they 
kind of do have a bad name, some of them. But I think um, in Ireland, in the interiors, it's it's there's not many. I mean, in the beauty industry, in the fitness industry, um, you know, there's so many influencers out yeah. there. And with interiors, it's just a little bit different. And yeah. it's quite new in Ireland. So well, I'm, this is it. And also, like, in terms of the online community in general, like, people can be really nasty online, mm. you know, to bloggers and to influencers. Um, but what's the interiors community like in terms of the engagement and the interaction that you have with the people? People who follow you is it a, is it a mostly positive space because like from my point of view I'm someone who would follow a lot of interiors accounts I love decorating my home like we'll we'll get into some of the things that I've done wrong <laughs> which you can hopefully help me with later on um but I do love you know watching them and and interacting with them and and stuff like that so I haven't really seen a huge amount of like negativity which must be a nice thing yeah no it's definitely a really nice community and I have met really nice friends along the way as I've only two years set up um but there are definitely good friends I've made and it's it's, it's a lot nice community and we're all very kind of you know we get most recently we kind of get invited to all these events that are coming up and we get yeah. to meet every now and again so um, a lot of times you probably yourself I would be messaging a lot of these people and I've never met them in the flesh yeah. and you get to meet them and we've got so much in common we're all obsessed with interiors you know mm. so no it's a really nice community and it's loads of new pages popping up every day as I was saying to you initially yeah. I could say there was five that I knew about and I often say this when I'm out with the um, Instagram interior Instagrammers I'd say when I started out two years ago I'd say there was only five no, I, and they'd be like no I had my page then I had my pay so they were probably there but I didn't know about them so right. I'm always saying that there was only a few but there was only a few that I knew about but there's definitely uh, it's a growing community 100% yeah. definitely in the interiors on Instagram now I want to talk about your home because it is if you haven't seen it go onto a proud home and look at Joanne's house it is I, w I would just say an explosion of colour. So like <laughs> colour is your thing. Yeah. That's that's kind of it. That's Absolutely. safe to say. Yeah. And you said earlier that like grey is the new magnolia, which, which I want to talk about in a minute because that's so interesting. And I am devastated that our couches are grey now <laughs> and I have you, you yellow, yellow couch sitting in front of me. Yeah. Um, but you live there with your husband and your children and your dog, Rocky, who I'm completely obsessed with yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, do you and your husband have the same style aesthetic? Mm. Initially, um, he used to get really annoyed at me. I'm going to be really? honest. Yeah, constantly. Like I used to wait till he went to work and I would just zoom down <laughs> towards his. <laughs> And and I that's why everyone he says oh my god wait till he went to work yeah because he he hates me um, doing anything in the house and it's it's not like I'm just painting a magnolia wall I always do mad stuff like yeah. you know so he gets re and he hates the mess like he's a bit OCD so when I'm painting like the whole world could fall around down on me there's paint pots everywhere and yeah. I'm just like you know um, and he hates it so I used to wait till he went to work and people would like oh my god you're so fast you start at eight o'clock in the morning you have it done by three I mean that's because I have to have it done. <laughs> <laughs> because if I he comes home and I'm in the half way through it or I haven't even started he's like no just leave it you know so yeah. um, loads of times I've done that but over the years he's actually mellowed a lot and he kind of just leaves me to my own devices now you know okay. um, does he ever kind of give input in terms yeah. of you know that might look good there or that might look good there or don't do that to the utility ceiling or like things yeah. like this or yeah. which I yeah. love by the way I oh love yeah the utility <laughs> ceiling. it's amazing go yeah. look at it yeah I sound like such a fan <laughs> but go on yeah now sometimes he would have an input but as the years have gone on now uh, he kind of doesn't I mean I have a canary yellow velvet couch in my living room I mean you do you, you do. have a yellow couch <laughs> yeah yeah I love my yellow couch. So you were talking earlier, kind of before we came on air, about how Irish people are a little bit afraid mm. of interior design. And, you know, 
not not that we're afraid of it, like we love looking at it and consuming yes. the content. So like on our site, for example, whenever we do an interiors piece, it does so well. So like people really want to read about interiors. And, you know, I think we all want a canary yellow couch, mm. but we end up getting... The grey, playing it safe. Yeah. The grey, playing it safe. Mm. So why do you think that is? Do you think it's literally just us like almost coming around to it? Or do you think maybe it's because we're in a very much rental market at the moment? Um, it's probably a combination of both. I think a lot of people say to me, oh my God, you're so brave. You're so brave. You're so brave. Because you have a yellow couch. I'm like, it's not. I think people are just afraid to just, it's, it's like going out and, I always compare my house to my personal style. Right. It's like, would you go out, some people will not go out and wear a bright yellow dress. They were like, oh no, people are going to be looking at me, you know. So I think a lot of people style their houses like they dress, you know. Right, yeah. And I think, it, you know, that's why I'm always talking about personality in your home. You should always have your mark, you know, stamped in your house. And when people walk into my house, um, I'd imagine, I'd like to think they would know that's Joanne Mooney's house because it's 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 me, yeah. you know. And I think people play it safe in their interiors and maybe how they dress themselves um, and they just don't want to step outside the box and be different and that's what I'm trying to get people to do to be a little bit more creative I'm not telling you to go out and buy a canary yellow couch or an orange couch maybe you could just introduce colour a little bit maybe get a yellow cushion on your grey couch yeah. or an orange throw on your grey couch so you're not committing to a massive piece of furniture that you might not like down the line yeah. you know so there are ways to sneak a little bit of colour and creativity into your home um, without having big investments like as I said my yellow couch or painting a wall or painting your ceiling pink yeah. or, you know so you can introduce colour that way but people are definitely afraid to use colour and I'm trying to break the mould. And what about trends when it comes to interior design? Because like, obviously, you know, your house, the, the moment you go onto your Instagram account, all you can see is just incredible colour everywhere you look. Um, but obviously, you know, with interior design, there are trends, mm. there's minimalism, there's shabby chic, there's all these kind of different things. Is that, do you follow those trends at all? Or like, you know, in Ireland for the last kind of 25 years, it was the lovely Magnolia wall. That was a trend. I don't know yeah. where that came from yeah. and why that came because it just looks like it's been painted yeah. for 15 years. I yeah. don't get it. Yeah. But do you follow those trends or um, where do those trends come from? I think is especially dark colours this year and last year were huge in yeah. interiors. Like people were all going really dark navy, dark. And, and then, then uh, for me personally, I don't follow trends. Mm. Um, my house, I'm always saying, is kind of eclectic mix of everything. Yeah. I mean, I like contemporary. I like, I, I like, I like, um, you know, I like colour, I like boohoo, I like, I can never give myself, some people said they're minimalist or they're, they're you know, I can't stop myself with a design, a particular design in my house. It's kind of a mixture of everything. So I, I don't follow um, um, fashions or trends yeah. when it comes, if I see something I like, I'll buy it. it I don't tend to follow, like, you know, the colour of the year was, was what was the spice this year? It was kind of, it was magnolia, if you ask me, it was mm. a brownie. But I wouldn't run out and buy it because it's the colour of the year, you know. Yeah. So normally, no, I wouldn't follow trends. I just go with what I like in yeah. my home, you know. That's so. good advice. And in terms of, like, your home back again, just when it comes to your Instagram, the pictures that you take mm -hmm. are so... Good. And so I want to get some tips mm. on how you take these incredible interior pictures, basically <laughs> from my own Instagram account. But like, <laughs> is there any knacks? Is, is it about the amount of natural light that's coming in or, or the positioning of things? Or like, do you have a certain process when you're taking a picture to make sure that it aesthetically looks as good? Because obviously in other industries, you know, 
there's a little bit of editing that goes yeah. on and everybody knows about yeah. that. But do you have any kind of tricks of the trade that you can share with us? Uh, well, first of all, I, I use my camera phone. I don't have a, a camera, you know, a fancy okay, camera. So you okay, so you just use your... My iPhone, yeah. yeah. Light is, is really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would... Um, it, when you see a photo on my Instagram... There's usually a lot of work goes behind that photo. Yeah. It's not, I'm running out the door, I'll take that and put it up. Um, I would I would prep a photo for ages. And as I was saying really? when I came on set here, sometimes you could be looking at my kitchen, looking absolutely pristine. Behind that is just a pile, you know. Of, it's, it's And your husband yeah. like flailing around. Yeah. But like my husband would know, were you, were you doing a photo shoot earlier on? Because everything is just pushed to one corner. So, but I get such a buzz out of that. And I, I love, as part of a creativity, I love creative photography. Mm. And um, I, I try to do little things a little bit different when I'm taking photos. So I like to add kind of quirky things in but um, it's definitely similar to when I'm DIYing or painting or creating when I'm taking photos like that I'm totally in the zone like the whole world could fall around and the kids will be starving the dog will be barking <laughs> I'm like shh I'm in the zone taking photos I actually love it I really yeah. love it and a lot of goes into my pictures as I said to you it's not just chick click and go and I, I follow a lot of Instagram interior pages and their houses are absolutely stunning like some of them are like I know this is one house, it's like a seven bedroom manor, beautiful house. But the photos don't do the house justice. Do you right, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you could live in a one bed apartment mm. and um, or a two bed apartment or, you know, you don't have to live in a massive, beautiful house to take really nice photos. It's how you style your shoot. Yeah. Um, I think um, it's definitely how you take your photo. But some houses I, I follow on Instagram, I know they're gorgeous, but they just don't capture it properly. And there is a lot of work behind it, um, yeah. taking photos. And I'm a bit neurotic about it and obsessive about it, yeah. um, that I have to have a nice flow on my on my, on my my page. And I try not to put the yellow sofa in. At one stage, I looked at my page and it was just like yellow, yellow, yellow. My yellow wardrobe, my yellow sofa. Yeah. So it's as well as that, you're trying to pan it out so you're not putting the same rooms up all the time for example my peach room it's like when you get a new dress yeah. and you just wear it all the time because you mm. love it yeah. I'm like that when I do up a room uh, I keep taking photos in it and I'm sure people are like oh my god not this peach room again she's yeah. still taking photos of it's it it's so funny that you're saying that about like rooms as opposed to outfits because like we we have those conversations around the desk sometimes about like if we have a, a dress that maybe like looked really nice or something yeah. like that and we posted a picture of it on Instagram and then we have an event the next week and we almost feel like we can't wear it again yeah, because yes. we just posted a picture Absolutely. in it. And it's terrible. We should be able to yeah. as long as you wash it. Like, I what's, know. What's the problem? Yeah, you in... don't want them saying, she's always in that dress. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. interiors, and you do feel a lot, I feel a little bit of pressure in, from that side because this is your house. It's not like a dress you go out and buy and you throw it on. You're talking about pieces of furniture and, you know, and there is a little bit, you kind of feel under pressure that you have to, you know, especially when you're working with brands and you're sending out paint and you feel like Change it you're up looking bit, yeah. for something to paint sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can't like, paint your living you room can't. every week. You can't. It's not, you know, so you have that kind of, you have to um, kind of style your rooms and, and try not to, people probably get bored then. You're afraid that people are going to get bored looking at your page going, oh, she's putting that room up again, she's putting that yeah. room up again. So there is a little bit of pressure like that on especially when you're working with brands, as I said, um, and you kind of feel like, um, like recently I did a, co a collaboration with Command. Yeah. Um, you know, the Command strips, the hooks. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love them. Um, so they just post you a lot of hooks and you have to, you have to think outside the box of how am I going to, um, advertise these in a creative way yeah. you know that's when I did my utility room ceiling and so I'm always it's quite it is a, a job in itself because you're always kind of trying to have to think how to be creative in your photography Absolutely. how to be creative in showing a brand you can't just stick the hooks on the wall and take a photo I had to think of something yeah. that's going to kind of 
pop, you know. It's encouraging to know and to kind of hear that like behind some of those pristine pictures is a, a little bit of chaos. Like you mentioned there mm. that, you know, your kids might be starving or whatever in the background. But you do live with two teenage girls oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> how do they feel about you being an interior influencer? I, I'd say that would be pretty pretty awesome to be honest yeah. with you well initially they were embarrassed um, were they really yeah they were like but you're so cool <laughs> I know but then their friends now their friends um, if I'm collecting them from school they're like that's a proud home and they're waving at me and Izzy and my daughter Isabel and Rachel will be like um, this girl Aoife wants to come into the house because she wants to see your ceiling that you painted like so their friends are interested so then I'm a little oh. bit cool now I'm a little bit cool to them because their friends think I'm a little bit cool so sometimes if they come over for sleepovers which happens quite regularly now they're on their summer holidays um, I might could take my phone out and take a photo of them and they were like we were featured on a proud home and oh, they were that like that must be lovely though <laughs> yeah that's but nice. initially I think when they were younger they were a little bit embarrassed especially with tiny things as well because yeah. I was you know I am I'm on social media a lot with tiny things on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And then I was doing a lot of, um, a little bit of TV work and magazines. So I'm kind of out there with tiny things. So they kind of used to it. They kind of grew up with it. Yeah. But um, it's just when this age, I'm, I think I'm getting cool now, but I'm still, it was my daughter's birthday yesterday. And she's like, please don't put anything on your Instagram page. That's my birthday. Yeah. So I had to kind of keep that low because she, all her friends follow me. Yeah. I'd say like, well, there's a percentage of teenage boys and girls and do they have any kind of interest in moving into that realm themselves like do you see a little bit of your own creative design and the girls. flair in them yeah um, Isabel I would she's quite artistic she does art and, and she's very into her room and setting it out and right, tidying yeah. it up Rachel not so much yeah. she's the oldest one but I think with time like when I think back on my when I was that age it was more like in my late teens when I started to kind of get into you know interior yeah. well not interior design but kind of creativity and painting and things yeah. like that yeah I'm just jealous of your daughter's friends <laughs> with you. I would love, I would love to have a mom like an Instagrammer. Um, but I want to talk about a little bit more going back to DIY and kind of tips and tricks that that might help our audience. So I know that you're in um, a home that you own, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, when you're in a forever home, you can really kind of go to town on it mm. when it comes to design. Um, but a huge amount of people at the moment are renting, and you know, with that comes its own struggles when it comes to kind of putting your own stamp on it. You're limited to what you can do. Like there's not, you know, painting sometimes and, and hanging things up even aren't options that you have. So, I mean, I suppose, what would you say to people who really want to bring their own style and, and make it feel like a home when essentially, you know, they might only be there for three to six months or, you know, yeah. you never know if the landlord's going to come and say, get out yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the world that we're living in at the moment, but you still want to make it feel like a home. Home, yeah. Well, it depends on the landlord, of course. Um, if you're allowed to paint it, which a lot of the landlords will let you paint, Yeah. Um, I always say paint is the cheapest thing you can do to change the whole look of a room. Yeah. So, I mean, you could paint it. But there's loads of things you can do. Um, I do think the renters are overlooked in the interiors industry. Um, just because you're renting a home or apartment, it doesn't mean you can't put your own stamp on it. There's loads you can do. I mean, you yeah. can hang artwork on the walls. You can accessorise with rugs. Um, as I said, painting. But, I mean... There's no reason why you can't put your mark on a, in a property that you're renting um, 100%. Yeah. As I said, you can accessorise. I mean, if, if you walked into an apartment that just has a couch, 
you could put rugs down, you could put table plants, you could put yeah. pictures on the wall. Um, I, 100% I would definitely. And it, it, when you're living in a space like that and you're coming home from work and you're walking into a shell of a place, for me anyway, it would just put me in a bad mood. And I think it's really important that you have all these things surrounding you to make you feel like, you know, when you go on holidays and you come home to your own house, mm. I always get that feeling um, because it's the home that I created. Yeah. Um, and even if it's just, as I said, tables, rugs, plants, trolls, cushions um, can make such a difference. So I love walking into my house when I come home from holidays and just have that feeling where, oh my God, I'm home. And you have all your little nicky knacks in your house that yeah. kind of puts your name on it and puts your own personality on it. But I would definitely, um, definitely be able to, you know, put your own mark on it. Yeah. I would accessorize so don't be afraid to don't kind be of afraid definitely to not. try and do yeah. it a little bit yeah and, and just then, ask the landlord maybe absolutely you never know. they might be like absolutely paint this apartment yeah, yeah. and it would make such a difference and as i said ask the landlord if you can paint it because it would make such a difference to it um, yeah. and then you can add your own bits and you can uh, a lot of and uh, there are instagram pages in, in the uk i follow on there they're specifically rented houses um grillo designs is one and she is brilliant and she actually has a hashtag how i rent and she goes around to rented properties and does tours and they show you ideas of what they've done so oh, there was wow. one girl who changed the handles on her kitchen presses and she pushed open shelving in she has all her crockery up and um, you know little things like that to make a difference to make it. and she has her own kitchen table and chairs that she bought in uh, B&Q and um, definitely um, you could definitely put your own mark on it um, yeah. your rented property yeah definitely I, I follow a lot of accounts um, like Mr Kate actually, she was actually on I don't know if you follow her she's an American designer and she was actually on Girls With Goals there last year we did a phone interview with her she's based in Los Angeles but she was renting for years she bought her own house now um, but I think it, it was something about maybe in America whether the landlords were just a little bit more lenient or whether because everybody rents in right. New York yeah. and most people rent in, in California and stuff like this so there was never a question it was very much when when you moved in it was your home yeah. and you could almost do as much as you wanted to it and it was amazing to see um but I want to ask a little bit about budgeting as well because you know like we were talking about the comparison between you know fashion and, and interiors as well mm. it's not necessarily cheap now I know like if you're doing it yourself and if you've got DIY tricks you know they can be really budget friendly mm -hmm. but you know if you're on a budget is there ways in which I mean does patience come into it a little oh bit because like yeah. you can't do everything at once like I have to tell you a story Joanne right <laughs> so I decided it was a great idea one weekend to paint my apartment on my own with absolutely no help I'm five foot one <laughs> um, it was a very difficult thing to do. I thought I could literally do it in one weekend. I couldn't. So I got so frustrated. Now, half the apartment is fantastic, and that's half the apartment that I... Uh take pictures of yeah. but the other half of my apartment has still not been painted and it's only because I got so frustrated at myself for not being prepared and for spending all this money on paint and like the rest of the paint is still there and I will come back to it eventually but I had to kind of step away for it, from it okay. for a while for my own sanity as well so sometimes taking on a big mm. Budget, yeah. a DIY job yourself mm. can end in yeah. a half painted apartment. And why didn't you finish it though? I don't know. It was Sunday night and I was just <laughs> knackered to okay, be honest. So you didn't mess it up. You just got too tired. I got too tired. Yeah. I, was, I didn't mess it up. It's okay. lovely. Yeah. And then the other wall that needs to be done is around the kitchen, which will be more intricate. And it's as well like just having the time and a weekend when I'm there. Yeah. So it's about timing. But like, you know, do you ever have big projects that you know you're not going to be able to finish? And do you have budget plans in place? in order to get them done yeah uh, no I actually <laughs> just I could be sitting on the couch and I just get a, a notion in my head that I'm going to start wallpapering the whole stairs in London and I'll, it just 
there's no preparation like you. I would just get paint. I don't put anything down. I just start painting. But and a lot of times I say to people if they want to do any DIYs, DIYs in their home to start small if yeah. you're not used to it. Because like that, if you take on a huge project, your initial project, a big one, and, and if you mess it up or you get fed up halfway through, chances are you're just going to throw in the towel and you'll be annoyed at yourself and you're like, I'm not doing that again. And it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You don't want to do it. Yeah. So Loads of people say to me, oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. And I would always say, just start small. Mm. So don't start off by painting your entire like apartment. A huge job. Mm. Small, small little projects, like maybe paint a table, paint like... I'm obsessed with paint, painting floor tiles, um, especially magnolia floor tiles. So a small area, because I've done my, my ensuite floor tiles and my downstairs toilet floor tiles. I painted and stenciled them and they were really nice. And people would say, I have a full kitchen, massive kitchen. I'd love to do the tiles. And I'm like, please don't. On your yeah. first, maybe go into a, a small space, a utility room or a downstairs toilet or an ensuite and paint your floor tiles there. Please Tell don't me, start. how do you paint your floor tiles? I mean, is there like a specific paint that you can paint your floor tiles with? Well, I use chalk paint paint but there is other paints you could use um and do you paint like just say there's just plain white would you paint them like green or yeah. like any any color you wanted yeah. I had magnolia tiles and um I painted them gray so and I did a stencil on them and then a stencil like is is this what what kind of stencil I use a stencil tell me everything so it's it's, it's it's like a plastic you know a stencil it's a plastic design and you put it down and you kind of Blot your paint on okay. and move on. You have a little design on your tile. So it looks like, rather than just painting your tiles a colour, it gives it a little design. Have a look on my Instagram page. I did it last year, actually, in my own suite during the heat wave. And I have fans all around me. Um, and that was a job I started. A small area, but it's, it's back-breaking work. Yeah. But the result at the end is amazing. And then you just put three layers of clear varnish on it to seal it. Otherwise, it would just wash off after you come out of the shower. So you need to seal it. That's the most important part. Okay, sealing so, it. Now, see, if you hadn't said that... Oh, it would just... You'd, you, if you even splash a bit of water on it, it would come off. Okay. So it's really important that three you Three layers of varnish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you'd be high as a kite. Make sure you open the window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and make sure, like, no dogs run no, into yeah, it or anything exactly. like that. Yeah. I'll have to send you pictures of my apartment then. Maybe you can yeah. um, give me some tips. Uh, so, Joanne, tell us, before we let you go, what kind of things you have coming up? Uh, I know you said that there's an event coming up in August as well. So tell us about that. Yes, we have an event. So there's four interiors Instagrammers. Um, it's myself, Vintage Irish Cat, mm-hmm. um, Joanne Condon from Kyle Lane and Darren Heaney from Old Victoria New. So we're all for interior obsessed Instagrammers and we are doing an event in the Chocolate Factory on the 17th of August and it's hashtag round our gaff and it's going to be a day of demos. So I'm going to do demos. I'm going to be painting tiles on the stage showing you how to oh, do well, these to come to that one. And other stuff like my punch needle and my pom-pom making. Um, stuff that people always DM. I get so many messages on my Instagram. How do you do this? How do you do that? So your I'll be pom-poms. doing demos. My pom-pom obsession. I'm obsessed with your pom-poms. <laughs> yeah. I saw you um, help decorate Claire oh, Balding's yeah. uh, new shop. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a pom-pom a curtain. window. Yeah. Curtain. Oh yeah. my God, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. No, that was great fun. That was the four of us that did that. So the four of us that are doing oh. Round Our Gaff, we got stuck in there. Claire had messaged me months and months before that opened. Uh, she'd followed me on Instagram. She said she really liked my style and she'd like to have that kind of quirky look in her salon. Yeah. And I thought it was just going to be one room, like a hairdresser's, but it's actually a five, four bedroom house. Yeah. Uh, upstairs and everything. So anyway, yeah, we, the four of us all got stuck. I got, I, I said I couldn't as much as I thought I could do on my own we stenciled the floor we did we did loads and that so these I got these three other Instagrammers and we all went over and got stuck in it looked like you were there for like a week like labour intensive oh it was but we were like 
so happy. We yeah. were like kids. We were just, we just had such a laugh. And after we did that, and we got so much done, we painted the outside of the shop. We did, we did pom-poms all over a ceiling in a toilet. It was just loads of gallery walls. And after we did that, we said, we have to get together again and do something like this yeah. um, for to show other people, you know, in their homes, how to be more creative and, and step outside the box and step away from the grey, step away from the magnolia yeah. and be more creative at home. So that's what it's all about this day anyway. And it's a full day of afternoon tea and chats and demos. And it's from 11 to 4 on the 17th of August in the Chocolate Factory. So um, that's what we have. A few other things coming up, but that's probably the big biggest thing amazing um, and people can get in touch with you on a proud home go and proud. have a look at everything and also tiny things as well which we, yes. were, which we were discussing I'm still tipping away at my tiny things I've, yeah I'm still, still tipping that. away well yeah. Joanne Mooney it's been an absolute pleasure having thank you in you. no thank you for having me no thank you really we'll have you in it. again and I'm going to talk to whoever I need to talk to about trying to get a yellow couch in here. Oh, yeah. Do you think it would Absolutely. match? Like, oh, see, definitely. Our logo is orange, though. So, I mean, like, what would you do to these couches? Just tell me what you would do to these couches before I let you go. I would... I Mate, you could keep the grey. I have a grey couch. Okay. I have a grey couch in my peach room and um, peach and grey go well. So this yeah. is a good colour colour combo. Okay. Um, I would definitely maybe put some trows. Maybe you could even put some sheepskins here and nice colourful cushions. I would have a little flower maybe Do you know, I that. would have a flower on that table yeah, as well. That was nice vetoed. Vase, I, nice. I wanted a vase on the table yeah. and they said no to me. Yeah, yeah. no, you need a few little props on that table. Yeah. Um, maybe little books and a, a little plant on top um, or a little candle or something. But... Um, do you think yeah. we could do some pom-poms oh, on the wall? pom-pom, pom-pom um, garland would be really nice. Yeah. yeah. Or you could have tassels hanging down from them. Tassels. Oh, yeah. You, do, you just needs to be Joanne's, this whole space here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, John, I'll get you in maybe sooner yeah. than we think then. Maybe we can redesign this out. Um, thank you so much for You're coming welcome. in. welcome. Thank you. That is all the time that we have for this week. Make sure you go and follow Joanne on all of her social media stuff for the most incredible colours that you will ever see and all the interior tips. You can get in touch with me, Neve mar at her.ie do get in touch with anything and make sure you go like and subscribe to us on itunes on spotify and on youtube as well we'll see you next week